is the Toddcast, a podcast that I, a guy named Todd, record while I drive to or from work, talking about a variety of things. There are no scripts, no show notes, just me chatting while I commute, so you can sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello, and welcome to the Toddcast. This is an odd um, opening for me because I am indeed not Todd. Uh, this is Eric Hersey, uh, younger brother of Todd and uh, frequent guest of the Toddcast. And guess who I have on the other line? I'm sure you guys are not to be surprised that I have indeed Todd Hersey on the line with me. Todd, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you doing? That was an excellent yeah. intro. Hey, thank you. That was my first time, um, not my first time on the podcast, but first time giving a grand entrance. Uh, today, Todd, what are we talking about? Uh, chapter seven. Ooh, that was um, that was perfect. We we've discussed yesterday that we are not calling these episodes because yes. that is just the incorrect and confusing to us and many others. Right, right. I was when I was editing previous ones, you know, trying to get rid of the the Skype underwater gerbil noises. You know, <laughs> I kept hearing us, you know, talk about oh yeah, chapter five or you know episode four, episode five. And I'm like, we weren't talking about episode four, darn it. We were talking about the Mandalorian. So yeah, yeah you are going to try and do better on that front moving forward. Um, so. so all everyone that has an air horn available with them, anytime we accidentally say episode, just air, you know, use the air horn. Uh, we will hear it and we will correct ourselves. That's and right. I promise you the coworkers or people at the gym uh, will not look at you funny. They'll know exactly no. what's going on. No, I think that works best if the person listening is, you know, listening to us through headphones. So, you know, <laughs> absolutely. The people around them have zero context other than, hey, this guy just blasted an air horn. I think that works out the best. Yeah. And I, I think, think everybody it, wins, really. There, there, it, there's no downside to this plan, Eric. Yes. So, good, and good, good also, it, it does help that I just bought stock in air horns. So, well, there you go. That, that's bound to go well for you. That's it. Like well, it. So we we if so it's a win win if we mistake and call it episode, uh, my stock in Airhorn will go up and my pocketbooks will get greater. If not, then we sound more educated and better Star Wars fans. I like it. Uh, so hey, um, I got to watch this episode. I would say one, no, maybe two times full from start to finish, and then probably three or four times with little bits and pieces, either the intro, the you know the end. Or it parts in the middle um, through various, uh, I guess, uh, being pulled away or falling asleep because it's very late at night. Or uh, like my most recent viewing, being up at 3 a.m. and saying, hey, what the hey, let's watch the whole thing. Right. So no, how, how is your viewings of this? Because I know that I watched it originally when it launched on Wednesday. And, and my excitement of like this was a good episode sent you a message while you were at work. Which is probably a cruel thing to do, but like, sorry, I was well. Uh, I was very excited. You can't contain these things. Yeah, I remember uh, last last Wednesday, um, we got together to record one, and you know, in the intro, you know, so the stuff that all got clipped out. You're like, hey, man, I'm 17 minutes in. It's pretty fantastic. And then we, you know, chatted for I don't know, like 45 minutes to an hour. Um, and then I got to work. The next thing I know, I get a text from you saying, oh man, this is awesome. You got to see it. And um, so I started to watch it uh, on my lunch break and got about halfway through before various people coming into my office and or emails got me to the point to where, okay, the distraction to being able to enjoy this ratio has tipped the scales. I need to pick this up later. Um, There was a point that afternoon where in, you know, Eager, the eagerness to continue, I was, you know, pacing in my living room, watching it on my phone for about five minutes before I'm like, yeah, this isn't really working either. Um, and then I, that night, I eventually got to sit and watch the rest of it. So it was a little disjointed, um, but I still enjoyed it. And um, yesterday at lunch, um, things were a little slower at work, and uh, I actually got to watch the whole thing again, and it was was fantastic. And I'm glad I did because you know, I got to see it all sort of as one one event um, and got to take in all the all the fun details and, and good stuff. And yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed chapter seven. Yeah, I so I, I you know, I'm, I probably did you a disservice by kind of distracting you and say, hey, you need to watch this. Um, not knowing your work, your lunch break is is as scattered as it sounds. 
Can be, uh, can be. And, you know, and when it comes down to it, I wanted to share that enjoyment. But yet we like we talked briefly about Star Wars offline and the Mandalorian when we got together this weekend, because I think both of us um, probably in our brain say, you know what, let's explore our thoughts in podcast form. So even like even though it was like, yes, you should watch this. And in my brain, I'm like, so we can talk about it. It would still be like a week later. So, like, I don't understand where my eagerness came from because um, I wasn't going to be able to share the enjoyment for, like, until today, actually. <laughs> until today. Yeah, well, uh, we brief- know, it, 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 it's all good. You know, you, you've got that, 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 that youthful excitement going on. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think, that's, I think that'll kind of uh, tie into why I like this episode because um, – it didn't really like do much new things, I guess. I mean, there are some aspects of it being new, but it was kind of like bringing together the story that we've been watching and the question that everybody has been saying, well, what's the plot? What, why is he going here? Why did he meet this guy? It makes, you know, it's just side plots or side events or whatever. Right. Uh, and this episode was where a lot of it comes together, makes oh, yeah. sense and helps move the story along. And of course, like at the end of the day, now we're like, you know, of course, we had to wait longer than a week for this, you know, for episode eight, uh, yes. which is draw like, you know, I've seen a couple funny memes that says, you know, how can we celebrate Christmas when we know baby Yoda <laughs> is in trouble? Like, which, which I agree. I agree. I mean, like, what the heck, you know? Um, so well, you want to give us like a general synopsis of what the episode is um, for those who have watched but forgot, because I assume those who have not watched are not listening but you know maybe 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 you know I, I i like to think that there is a subset of the world there are people who are like you know what the mandalorian <laughs> seems pretty exciting but you know i don't have disney plus or you know I, I like to think there's a subset of people like i have disney plus i can watch the mandalorian but you know what i'm gonna do instead i'm gonna listen to todd and eric tell me about it i want I, I want to experience it that way they want they want the theater of the mind in the retelling yeah. um part of me feels know. like that that would be like abby maybe if, if anyone <laughs> she's like Possibly. no i'm not gonna watch it no i doubt she would yeah. be listening to this but i gotta um, i gotta stick to my guns and keep my story straight and and be able to truthfully say i've never seen a star war but i want to know what's going on so we'll get we'll get to that's it from todd and eric i so, i think that you know that could be the case yes so for, what, what for, happened in episode <laughs> or i'm sorry um, d- damn it i just heard you uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, chap- chapter seven, what happened? So, we start with, a, with an interior shot of uh, Mando's, Mando's spacecraft, and he's at, he's at the helm, and we've got a, a hologram of um, everybody's favorite, Apollo Creed. Yes. I, <laughs> dude, I, so, I know his name now. Like, I, I, I legit, it's built in the memory bank now. I actually know his Is name, it? and I'm not saying it. So, well, no, no, we got, we got to keep the traditions going. So he shows up and he's like, Hey, you know, if you've got this, uh, you're alive. And Hey, guess what? So am I, which is a good point because, you know, you and I knew that he, he lived due to the lucky Mm -hmm. placement of the Beskar, but you know, we don't know that Mando knew that. And it's still kind of up in the air as to whether or not, you know, he shot him in the Beskar intentionally or that was lucky happenstance. So it's lucky, lucky happenstance now. I I think so too. Yeah. Okay. I, I will say as a quick side note, two things. One, I think it's a it's a it's a good detail in the in the show that when you see him later in the episode, you can see the scorch mark, the burn in his in where he got shot. Oh, still that's there. awesome! Good. Um, he didn't change you know, his clothes. He was. <laughs> well, that's po- that's point two. Do these people never change clothes? Like, I get, you know, Mando, that's his armor. Like, he's always going to wear that. Like, that's their thing. I get that. But, like, there, there's no reason Apollo Creed couldn't have gotten himself another shirt. I mean, is is the running the Bounty Hunting Guild so so tight that you can't, you know, afford a new a new jacket? Don't I don't act, know. Don't Maybe act like a- you don't have a favorite shirt, Todd. Like, there's, I mean, I know for a fact that there are, there are shirts of mine that I will prefer nine out of ten days, you know. Um, just so I can wash it the one day and I would wear it every day. So I think he's just kind of, he's attached oh. to what he has. And, and I'll tell you, I do have a hoodie that has a little small rip 
in like the hand portion, like the, the universal pocket that's in the middle. On right. this one side, there's a small little tear. And I don't care. I still rock it. You know, I like it. You know, that's just – I assume that that is his favorite. And he, that's it, probably why he's setting, uh, setting uh, Mando up here. He's more pissed about his shirt, his favorite shirt could, being tattered. Could be. And is it wrong that when you said Universal Pocket, I immediately envisioned a hoodie that had, like, Harry Potter land and Spider-Man oh, hanging geez. out inside there? No. Well, <laughs> that that is fine. You know, I don't necessarily endorse that, but I, that is fine as well. But uh, I don't know what else you call it, man. You, I mean, it's the pocket. Well, apparently, the apparently, you're, apparently you call it the Disney Pocket. That's it. That's it. <laughs> no, like, I have favorite shirts too but i'm pretty sure that you know if i if i had a shirt and somebody you know capped me one in the chest i'd be like you know what it's time for this one to retire i guess where you can go the opposite route and go well somebody capped me in the chest that i lived i'm gonna i'm gonna tote this bad boy around as a memento of my you know victory over death i don't know uh, anyway it could be a conversation starter i mean we could go could off be. in many different ways i believe he's gonna have a spin-off dating show where he goes and tries <laughs> to pick up ladies and that's his number one uh thing so what's with, with the hole in your pocket or, you know, or hole in your shirt? And then that's, that's how it spins off. But all right. That was, that was <laughs> side tangent number one. If we make so, it through, um, if we make it through without seven tangents, we'll be all right. Well, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll have to make it six or eight. Then I'll, I'll, I'll call <laughs> on you to keep track. <laughs> all right. Sure. I'll, I got my notebook um, ready. All right. Good deal. So. You know, and he, he basically hatches the plan that says, you know, hey, the, these Imperials have kind of taken over, you know, our area. It's kind of crimping my, my guild style. You know, I got a plan. You come back. We use you and the kid as bait. You off the dude. We all win. You know, I make you good with the guild. You get rid of this asshole. We're all groovy. And, you know, Mando goes for it. I mean, I don't know about you, Eric. I was going to ask you the question. Go ahead. But, uh, but I'm like, that. I mean, this is obviously a setup. I mean, we find out later, yes, it was. But, like, uh, you know, my immediate thought is, is, you know, you don't go from, hey, I've got the entire guild turned on you and you tried to kill me to, hey, let's team up without that being a little shady. Was, was that was that your immediate reaction as well? No, no, I thought he was legit. I said, well, it makes sense. <laughs> I, I mean, I did because – I mean, this is bounty hunting. Like, like you tried to kill me. Okay, we both tried to kill each other. No big deal. Like, now we got this guy that we both mutually dislike. Screw him. Let's take him out. Like, didn't we see that somewhere else? I mean, wasn't there times where, like, people that didn't like each other would team up? I mean, the, 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 the shock trooper or whatever was beating, beating him in the face. You know, and then they start teaming up for, you know, no apparent. I mean, I guess there was a good reason. But so I, I'm, I don't think these guys have, like, are going to hold grudges in this industry. I think they're just like, all right, get paid. Uh, he, you know, he needs to be back with the guild because, you know, he's doing all these odd jobs for even like, you know, like right. the lesser known guilds and stuff. So I didn't take it a hundred percent as like, it was, um, you know, a, a setup because I think the, I think Apollo would be crazy thinking he could take him on again, you know, but yeah, at, yeah. as we find out, as we find out, I was wrong. You were right. <laughs> All right, so so the record shows. Good deal. Yeah, that, you that's all, put that's it down. Really after. I just, I just needed a, a solid, you know, uh, you know, you were right, Todd, and thank you for that. Um, no, no, that's I, I was I was naive and gullible. So. <laughs> so you know, well, and I mean, on the other hand, you know, from Mando's perspective, you know, he's he's kind of got a point, you know, in that you know they're not they're never going to let up on him, you know, the, this they're never going to stop looking for the child unless he yep. just you know let's solve this. So, you know, I see why even if Mando's like, oh, yeah, this is super a setup. He's like, well, but it's a setup I'm going to have to try and, you know, turn around or, or, you know, at least play along with to try and solve this this problem. So, well, you know, he. I mean, that's why I got it. That's why I got his friends. Right. Right. Well, and that's the thing. So he's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gather my posse, trying to even the even the odds here. So, you know, he goes back to, you know. The planet whose name I don't immediately recall to get Navarro? his. Navarro? Know, no. No, yeah, no, that, no. That's, what, that's nope. where they go back to for the guild yep. stuff. Yeah. Um, I did learn that one. I don't know this one. Yeah, it's the um, it's the fishing, fishing village yes. land. I love it. <laughs> that place. <laughs> then, it, it, 
coming to a Disney theme park near you. That's Fishing right. Village That's Land. That's right. I like it. Um, pick up, pick up. Uh, oh wait, is her name Kara? Is that? Oh, is that good. Is, nope, is that, didn't learn is that the it yet. Trooper's name? Okay, dude, I got okay. one name at a time, and I refuse <laughs> to use it still. Fair enough. So, um, you know, goes goes and. You Car- know. I, hey, it is. It is. I know it. I know it. Because it's a funny sounding name. It's Cara Dune. Yes. All right. We'll never utter that name again. No, prob- probably. Shock Trooper. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So goes and gets her, and uh, you know that played out as I don't want to say as I expected, but kind of as I expected. Like she's like, yeah, no, I got no reason to go hopping off the planet and do all this crazy stuff. Um, I got a good gig here. I'm laying low. You know, I thought it was interesting that she pointed out that you know, yeah, since I stopped being, you know, a trooper, I've done some stuff. A lot of them have, you know. Are, are capital crimes with death sentences. Oh, if yeah. I get caught, I'm screwed. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't think that was revealed previously. Um, oh, I mean, so, all right, this is the special part of the the, uh, the episode, and if we had detailed, like, graphic and sound, where it'd be, like, name that species. Uh, who, uh, the Darth Maul character, Todd, um, hmm. what, who was she beating up, and was that a Darth Maul character? Like, uh, style? I, I believe that was a Zabrak. Yes, okay. with the with the head spikes and the the, the whatnot. Yes, I, you know, right. which um, you don't see a lot of in the movies. I think they do that intentionally to to keep Darth Maul sort of special. Yeah. Um, but in sort of the expanded universe in the comics and books and, and role playing games, Zabrax are, are are apparently fairly common. Like not maybe not as common as Twi'leks, but they there there's a bunch of them floating around. Um, oh man. All right, so I'm going to get – no, I won't go there. I was going to ask, um, have we ever seen any of these species mixed? Like, um, let's say, for instance, uh, a Twi'lek with, like, some crazy look and, like, horn things and uh, Darth Maul spikes. Like, does that – do you think that's possible? Uh, I'm going to guess no. Okay. Because I don't I – don't, I Not don't, like I dogs. Don't. No. Where you can mix dog breeds, it is okay. Yeah, because it's not a breed; thing. it's it's like a species thing. Okay, all right. That's like, that was you know didn't want to get too too deep in the weeds there, but like there are some yeah, there mean, could be some crazy cr- creative uh, type uh, beings if that would be the case. Oh yeah, yeah. We like with with you know horns all down the the head tails and mm-hmm. that that would be yeah. But all right, so that's tangent number all right. two, Eric. Oh well, write nah. That, write I, that down I, in your book. I was thinking we were on three, but that's fine. Oh, was it three? What was the second one? I don't know. Any any side any side talk. <laughs> <laughs> Fair I enough. mean, to get through the linear story is going to be nearly impossible. But I feel like these are either you know commercial breaks or picture in picture or like deleted scene uh, outtakes that are on the screen. You know, that's like that's it. how it goes. We don't tell it completely linear. All right, yeah. so he picks up he picks up uh, lady, right? Right. And then, you know, they're like, okay, well, what are we going to do with the kid? And so, you know, I was particularly happy when he went back uh, to meet up with his Ugnot friend. Um, yeah. Because I, I was hoping we'd get some more Nick Nolte in, in the action. You know, if we, yeah. just, that, that was like a, you know, a two-episode arc, and it's done. Mm-hmm. I was like, eh, well. So, so when we went back, that was good. Um, interesting twist with the, the IG-11 droid there. Did not, oh. did not see that coming. Dude, um, so... All right, so this is this is me looking into the future. Hopefully, I mean, there it was a very weird way they introduced and showed his like rocky progression. You know, right. um, there has to be something that is in. Hear me now, chapter eight. Um, that that deserves a round of applause from everybody with the air horns. Put the air horns down. Um, so <laughs> there has to be. So I think there has to be like that droid is going to come into play because they spent a minute or two showing him how to pour tea for him just right. to be in there and offer tea one time. So that is my prediction that there will be something involving the ID. I believe he is 11 where, yep. where, and the weird thing is, I think he was IG 12 in the first one. So was 11 was he for sure? Yeah. Yeah. I, okay, I, I can't, so. I, I can't cite a particular source, but I remember okay. seeing that's what his designation was. Okay, because I watch it with closed captions, and yes, this was seven weeks ago, so I'm not 100% right. sure, but 
I would have thought that he was a different. All right. So I'm glad that he has the same number. Um, so, yeah, I think that, you know, it was an odd little like um, series of shots showing like where he's at. But I do think he'll come into play. He has to, especially I when mean, we, we get the, the finale of this this episode and where they're yeah, at. It seems odd that they would, you know, not just introduce him, but like you said, introduce him with such a, a backstory. I mean, there's a freaking montage of you know <laughs> his progression it seems odd to have, to have done that and then oh yeah he's on the ship and you know that, that's it mm-hmm. no yeah i'm, I'm kind of Plus, hoping that at, that at some point there's some sort of situation you know where they finally break free and get back to the ship and you know somehow you know they're being chased or whatever and ig manages to somehow you know save the day and you know shoot a dude who's about to take out mando you know for him and sort of you know, helps Mando come to terms with the, the reality of droids in his world and, you know, maybe hates them all a little less, which we're, we're still not real clear on what his deal is there. Like, they kind of talk about, well, well you, really, yeah. you really hate droids, you really hate that droid. And he's like, yeah, this one was specifically designed to kill the kid. I got beef with this one. But we all know he's got bigger beefs with droids than just this particular one for that particular reason. Um, yeah. If I would, if I, so... The way they were shooting things and just like the weird drama and pauses and just the way, weird way the IG unit like with eyes would change. It almost kept, was like little horror like mm-hmm. like foreshadowing like he's not what uh, Nolte says he's, he is, you know, saying he's good. And stuff. It was just right. weird how they were portraying it. So he could very well like it could go other way, either way. Like and he and then Mando kept saying, you know, it's, you know the droid is built this way. And then Nolte was, no, this is how you treat the droid or raise the droid. And he said, no, it's in, it's like DNA, which would, or it's whatever you would call it for a robot. So that's going to play out next. It has to play out. Um, you got to think. Seven, you gotta think eight. Yeah. So mm. I'm excited to see that. That is something that I'm like, that, that is giving me a little hope or, or could be very terror, but you know, if, <laughs> if he completely turns because, so, yeah, no, I right. was excited. I also thought when they first, um, when they gave that exterior shot where he's flying down to the planet, I was like, oh, he's going to T- Tatooine again. Because I thought when they talked about a caregiver, or a caregiver I thought that uh, the um, mechanic would have been a oh, good solution. You know, that's when, when they're like, who are we going to get to watch the kid? That's where my brain went initially, too. He's like, oh, he's going to go pick up, yeah. you know, this lady and have a fight with her about, no, you can't bring your damn pit droids on the ship or whatever. Yeah. And then he lands in Siagnon. I'm like, well, that makes sense too. That works. Yeah, so, I was act. I mean, I was more excited um, to see the Ugnon because, in general, his character was just more. I don't know. I I, I liked his character a little bit more. Um, but that was a, uh, you know, nice little exchange. Yeah. So here's here's and, the question, Eric. Do you know the Ugnot's yeah, yeah. name? Because they made a, kind of a yeah. big point about that. I I do. And, I do. Follow up question: Are I, you going hey, to use it? Absolutely not. Uh, so yes, I do know the name now. Um, so it turns out it does take seven chapters to <laughs> learn um, most of the the characters' names. So oh, that's good. That, that's um, fair. Or maybe maybe I also realize like, all right, we're going through these episodes, and I've yet to. We're just <laughs> we're just basically yeah. Ah, all right, yeah. Uh, we're we're going through. And I'm like, well, maybe I should learn them. So I don't know if it was conscious that I learned them or, you know, what have you. But all right. So what do you think of the exchange um, in terms of the Ugnaught and the shock trooper about, you know, one was for the one side and, and, and so forth. Do you know anything about this whole? It sounds to me like the Imperial were like awful and they basically bought or took people and kind of enslaved them. And I guess I mean, this yeah. is a dark thing that I didn't never really realize. I didn't like understand that as a kid watching the original trilogy, which makes the Empire like not, you know, like they, they always had that like that cool bad, you know, cool music. Right. Like, you know, you just assumed they were trying to take over and that wasn't nearly as bad as um, enslaving people. I guess destroying planets is a bad thing, you know, so I guess, I guess generally that's not speaking, cool. it's it's. Yeah, destroying planets is frowned upon in polite society. Yes. Um, yeah. No, the empire, the empire were, were really awful bastards, and yeah, they don't, they don't. There are certain aspects of that 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 they don't play up to in in the movies, and probably for good reasons. Because yeah, yeah, there's 
there's there's an unjust evil that you're fighting against that you know makes for good storytelling and then there's dear god these are really despicable awful horrible people that that kind of tilts you over to the there there's no room for any sympathy for these sons of bitches that i think maybe takes it a step too far so they don't really get into it in the films but it would hurt like it would hurt (laughs) merchandise sales i mean that's all there (laughs) is to it yeah you don't sell as many stormtrooper plush (laughs) <laughs> correct correct um but no like the the death stars were largely built by an enslaved wookie workforce oh uh, i don't know that i don't know that that's as commonly known as the case but it, it, it that that that's like a thing like and yeah the, the empire regularly like rolled into a systems like well this is ours now and y'all can suck it and oh you you are a race of you know intelligent sentient beings with your own culture and background and want to live your best lives Oh, you have a skill set we need. Congratulations! You're now exclusively using that skill set for us. Um, and so, you know, in the films, the only place you really see the Ugnaughts is on Cloud City. Yeah, um, but that I can't. But that was that wasn't an empire-driven like that was you, like no, a free... not until not until they rolled in. I mean, oh, episode, okay. Or you know, in in uh, Empire Strikes Back, prior to everybody showing up there it was you know it was a mining colony and lando was running it and it was all great and then you know han and leia show up and then vader shows up and it's like well yep this is imperial now congratulations um but like the ugnaughts work there but that's not like their home world they're not like from bespin i can't remember the name of it i was literally two days ago reading a reading a graphic novel uh, about general grievous where he they were the uh well i guess at the time the separatists rolled in on their home world and kind of like basically wiped out almost all of the Ugnaughts. <laughs> and like there were some that lived in caves that managed to, you know, survive or whatever. But like, no, they, they, they're like, Oh, you guys are small and you're, you're good with mechanical things and congratulations. You're our new, you know, repair force. Um, you know, I thought it was interesting that um, I'll say it Quill um oh. you know re- referred to it as sort of an indentured servitude sort of thing because that's not normally how the empire rolls it's like no nope, yeah. you're ours there's no getting out of this when we're you know we're when we're done with you we're that's when it'll happen uh you, you know you'll you'll die <laughs> rather than be set free um but i don't know uh maybe that is the situation or it may be that you know he was sort of in a slave type situation and then you know when the uh after the battle of endor things shifted and he was able to, you know, sort of work his way free or buy himself to freedom. But um, I like the interaction there because, you know, you've got someone who was very clearly on the side of the, the rebellion. You know, she's a shock trooper, drop trooper, what have you. Um, you know, and to be faced with somebody who, in her mind, you know, initial reaction is, oh, Ugnaughts, you work for the Imperials, therefore you're Imperial. And for him to be like, well, no, <clears throat> like, yeah, I... <laughs> I did stuff for the Imperials, but it wasn't exactly a choice. And, uh, you know, I've managed to, you know, get myself out of that. You know, I think that was a, a good sort of eye-opening situation to be like, you know, there's things are a little deeper than what, you know, your your initial gut reactions might be. You know, and I thought, I thought yeah. that was good. I think this is, uh, and, and this is perfect for the television style, you know, like the series. Like, I don't think you get that in exchange in a movie. You know, as someone that yeah, you and I both recently just watched the the Star Wars um, finale, uh, there's a, you know things move so fast, and it's because it's forced. Yeah. Um, where these exchanges really gave you uh, a good look, and honestly, asked questions. Like we had, I had questions after that. I'm like, okay, and you know, I saved it for now to say, all right, Todd, I know you know your stuff. You've read the books, blah blah blah. Like, fill me in, and I just I like that art, like the storytelling. Um, and I think a lot of people, even if they don't realize it, probably enjoy that. Hence yeah. why The Mandalorian has been a pretty huge success. I mean, I don't know numbers, so to speak, but it's definitely taking the, you know, you see a resurgence in Star Wars fans. Uh, you see a huge, like, thinking and looking at it from a non-Star Wars fan because yeah. um, my wife even, when she was in a client meeting yesterday and they were talking about making a commercial or so forth and they they started talking about the the business name has a Star Wars style name, um, 
And they were, you know, they did like some parody videos before Star Wars. And like, now it's like, can we get Baby Yoda in it? And, you know, they're talking about ideas. And she's like, she was, so Lauren is on the cusp now of actually watching The Mandalorian. And she, of course, she's saying it's it's for homework for a client. And I'm like, yeah, right. sure. She, sure it is. Uh, so, <laughs> and, and she, you know, so I think The Mandalorian is a, I'm not going to say a cultural phenomenon because I don't think that's necessarily right. But I do feel like it is, um, it is, it is getting more than just your normal Star Wars fans interested or looking and kind of saying, what's this? And I yeah. think it's the format of television that is allowing that to happen. You know, the 30 minute episodes that you can kind of pop in. Right. So, all right. So let's, we're on the story now. So I'll just throw in there that he threw the blurbs or blurbs or whatever they are yeah, on the, the actual ship, <laughs> which was a uh, very, which, which was fun. Which is fun. So now they land on Navarro. How about that? Yep. Yep. And, uh, you know, start. They get, they, I mean, it pretty much cuts straight from, you know, all right, we're all on the ship. Okay, boom. Here we're, you know, within spitting distance of Apollo Creed and, and his people. Um, you know, that, that meeting went, went, you know, as well as could be expected, you know. <laughs> um you know, no one really trusts anybody. We're all going to do a thing. Here we go. Um, you know, we'll 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 march over here a bit, set up camp, and head in first thing in the morning. Fair enough, legit. Um, um, that's when I first noticed. Hey, he still got the hole in his shirt. Um, yeah. But we've already we've already side tangented on that, so we'll we'll just we'll just keep moving along from there. Um, I'll tell you. Um, because of the, 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 um, sort of sporadic way in which I watched the first episode, you know, it's about this time at lunch, you know, during my lunch break that I started, you know, getting emails and stuff. Yeah. And, and so, you know, started to, you know, divert my attention from the screen to, you know, other screens where I'm like looking at emails and stuff and the camping piece where they're all sitting out and talking about stuff. And then, you know, he, he stands up to, to, you know, get a piece of meat off of the thing, the goat thing, which I didn't catch it on the first, on the first go through, but the second one, like they all meet up and it's daylight and they show them all, you know, marching away and, you know, the, the camera shifts and there's this weird, you know, alien goat thing in the foreground. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then the very next scene you see is there is a strangely you know quadrupedal same basic size and shape thing oh roasting yeah over a fire this show really likes to show things roasting is is what oh. i've put together well they, they like mean... to see it in a live form they want you to be <laughs> live form and they want you to purposely know that yes we just killed that thing yeah yeah so now again spot on with the details there folks bravo yeah. i guess yeah um well but no i mean making it believable yeah and they're, you know, they're, 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 they're telling, you know, telling the story. I also found it, you know, fun that they, you know, Quill's feeding Baby Yoda bits of this thing. And, yeah. you know, Apollo Creed's like, oh, thing's carnivorous, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, dude stands up to get, get a, get a chunk of meat, whatever. And then those flying deals attack. And because I wasn't paying real close attention, because like it sweeps down and grabs a thing and, and, hit, and, you know, flies off. I was like, holy shit, did this thing just snatch? Baby Yoda, what the hell is going oh, okay. on? I like had okay. to rewind and be like, oh, okay, cool, cool, we're no. good, all right. No, they protected uh, him. They 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 closed <laughs> up the you know the little the little carrier pretty darn quick, and then they start blasting. Yeah, but yeah, the thing must um, be venomous uh, with his claws because it it got Apollo in his arm, right? Uh, you know, on the swoop down, and it clawed him up pretty good. Yeah, and, and they and fight I, the darn I, things off. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess role playing game nerd moment there when they're like, you know, we need med packs because that's mm-hmm. a thing you don't really hear about in anything. But in the RPG, you know, you're you're fighting against the Empire, you're in gunfights, whatever. You you get wounded, you need healed, you you burn through a lot of med packs. Um, All right, so what's I'll, in a I'll med just, pack? Just, Do we know? It's like it's like a it's like a high tech first aid kit. Is okay. is really what well, it is? Like it's, I thought I took it as, but it's exactly what like, you think it is. Um, but she like shot, she like shot something in him. I think she like ripped, there was gauze and she wrapped him up and then it oh, looked yeah. like she shot something in it. And then she's oh, like, yeah. you know, and then well, like the, I said, the, they're, 
they're high tech, high speed. You know, it's not like the first aid kit you keep under the sink at home. Like, no. they're like, you know, all syringes and, and all sorts of fancy sure. high tech Star Warsy, you know, mm-hmm. first aid things in there. Um, I found it interesting that in a group of that size, and with them all being, you know, warrior types, mm-hmm. that they only had one med pack. Like to me, that's an oversight. Do you, you think? Know, if, do you think they, knowing what we know, and and this will foreshadow a bit. Do you think they just didn't? Uh, the the other guys might have had some med packs, but we're like, yeah, that's one less dude. Like, let him go. You know, no more more if, for us. It, well, if it had been, if it had been Kara that got got hit. I could see them be going that oh, okay. route. If it had been Mando, they'd be like, "Well, we're here to kill him anyway. Let's let's just do its work." You know. Yeah. What I mean? But given that it was their boss and mm-hmm. the guild leader, like if they had med packs, they'd have been coughing those sons of bitches up. Yeah. Okay. Like that's just that's All just right. that's just for real. And and I'll be honest, I'm I'm gonna have to throw a little bit a little bit of shade on Mando for this. Like, look, you're a bounty hunter. You don't have a med pack on you. Come on, dude. You, yes, you're in Beskar, but there's plenty of places it doesn't cover. I mean, we've seen you get wounded dude like well step, they're, they're not right. that hard to, to, to carry around i say we That's all get I'm together saying. and we do a nice little the more you know kind of like uh you know commercial to the to the galaxy out there and just let yep. them know that you you need med packs you know and you, you just do the public service announcement um that at any point in time you might be clawed by some giant pterodactyl like poisonous species uh, right carry your med pack at all times and yeah you know next thing I, you know they might even be sponsoring podcasts um, so. i'm saying you know it, it I, w- I was thinking we could start a gofundme for mando you uh, know a well, med pack fund i get you i get keep, you keep them supplied <laughs> that's that's all i'm saying anyway that's it so there, all right so that, here's yeah. the pivotal the biggest moment of it all it comes right now this is the this is the moment that we've been waiting for <laughs> i don't know what that was that that was that was abby rambling past saying baba booey at you I she, she verified that it was you and that i'm not on a work call so prompt oh. her for that <laughs> <laughs> she's not completely chaotic um no so all right here we go todd so what what is the the big moment we've been waiting for i think this is a huge payoff throughout the almost the portion of the series say what i'm sorry I got I got distracted by a beautiful redhead. You are okay. Shouting, All right, understand. Shouting at us in, in passing. Baba, yes. All right. So <laughs> the young baby Yoda notices that our friend Apollo oh, yeah. is going to die, and he he musters up the strength to crawl over, in which Apollo thinks he's trying to eat him. Which I'm like which, that is the most absurd thing in the world to say. <laughs> like, I thought that was awesome because like moments earlier he's like, oh, it's carnivorous, da, 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 da. and he's like, oh crap, it's trying to eat me. I love that moment. That's so um, ridiculous. It was great. Um, and then you know, yeah, he 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 heals him up, and it's it's pretty solid, I guess. That also reminds me that there was a moment back on the ship that I completely lost over. That is kind of important. It was one of the things I'm like, Eric, we need to talk about this, and I completely forgot all about it. And that is Baby Yoda force choking the freaking oh drop. Yeah, trip. like that's yeah. kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah, that is. Um, yeah, that's a bit of a deal. All right, so at this point in time, there, um, the Ugnaught knows of Ma- Mando being saved by the baby, so he's right. all on board. I think, you know, I think that they know there's something special there. Mando right. knows there's something special. He hasn't put his hands on, you know, hasn't figured it out quite yet. The fact that he chokes um, the shock trooper when he thinks he's in trouble obviously shows that, like, yes, this is. This is like my parent. I'm going to protect them. And right. all, how about the fact that the reason why they have to even go get the babysitter, we kind of glossed over that as well, is that they were talking about having to go back to uh, that planet with the Imperials. By the way, they call them imps, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when he goes up and starts cra- trying to steer his own thing. So he is definitely, you know, he's understanding what's going on. He's at the level of my, like my son where he understands everything you say. If you ask him to throw something away, he will do it, but he will not communicate back the same words. So, right, right. like, he understands the, the good, the evil, and what you're kind of saying, and then is acting appropriately. Uh, so, like, it is witnessed that, yes, this dude has force, and they probably don't know what the force is yet. Seems like it. Uh, yeah, or it, have it's a name. Not, 
Yeah, in that in that era, I mean, there are people who probably who are aware of the force, but I think most of them probably just consider it to be like a legend, or yeah. you know what I mean. It's so I think at this point in time they're all on board, and if we skip forward to where he's healing, which is this is our first chance of seeing the healing. We know earlier in the series when Mando was cut or hurt that he attempted to, and he kind of shushed him away. Just, you know. just say it, Eric. Just say when Mando got roughed up by Jawas, it's okay. We, we... Oh, <laughs> when those Jawas kicked Mando's ass, um, you know. So, so this was the first time, and this will be a giant spoiler alert for anyone who has not seen the new film. This launched on Wednesday. The new film came out on Thursday, the next day at like six, and right. we see the same kind of stuff. So, right. This is very, in a sense, I, I don't know if it was calculated, but boy, like we're not giving Yoda baby, and I don't know, I haven't read the forums. I didn't give baby Yoda any shit for being able to heal somebody. This is the first we've seen it in any Star Wars, right? I don't recall ever like this transfer of, you know, life energy. Right. Um, so, and we, I, and I was just like, of course, it's fucking baby Yoda. And I apologize to the kids listening. Um <laughs> You, you know, so when it happens right. in the film where I think most people would be like, no, that doesn't make sense. We've never seen it before. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I think it was completely fine because we're like, yeah, baby Yoda did it. So right. shut up. So I loved it's... it. I absolutely thought it was great. It, you know, obviously it it turned a lot of heads during the party. Um, you know, that is a cool party trick, Todd. You know, oh, yeah. so if you can oh, yeah. manage, manage to heal people. Uh, so. And it didn't, it must not have took too much out of Baby Yoda. He did look like he was about ready to take a nap afterwards, but it didn't like, you know, knock him out for three days like that giant boar thing. Right, so, right. Overall, no. that was the big pivotal moment. Of well, the, and I think, you know, I think, and I think that had to have been the moment when, you know, our boy Apollo Creed was like, you know, um, maybe I won't double cross this. Maybe there is something more to it than this just being a little green thing for a menagerie. You know, maybe maybe Mando's onto something. This should be protected, and I feel like that is that is the point where he's like, you know what, man? I don't think I am going to double cross him because yeah, I feel well, like if that hadn't happened, shit would oh, no. went down way different. Oh, like absolutely. I mean, he just saved his life essentially. Basically, he he kind right. of, and I don't know, I don't know exactly how that would work, but I mean, I think if you're a warrior or anything like that, I think that's partially why Mando went back. I mean, this Yoda saved his life. He, like this dude right. was getting his ass kicked for an egg for those damn Jawas, you know, right. like he was going to, he was more than likely going to die and this oh, thing yeah. saved. And I mean, I don't know if there's some type of, um, I don't know, lore or, or like code where, yeah, the dude, if there's something saves your life, you should probably be loyal to that thing, you know, right. or at least do your best to protect it. Cause you owe, you know, and you might not be able to ever pay, repay that debt unless you save, you know, their life multiple times. So right. I think that happened easily. Because the next day, as they, you know, make their way in, uh, Apollo straight up shoots his two guys and with no guarantee that they were going to trust him. You know, like he right. straight up, you know, said, hey, you know, you're either going to trust me or not. You know, you can, you know, and then and they devised their little plan to, right. you know, take over for when they go back to the, the main city. Yeah, so they go, they go to, they go, you know, they, they, they. They resolve their differences and agree to, you know, play nice and, uh, you know, head into the city. Um, side tangent, this whole chain code thing, that's new. Just just FYI. They keep talking about chain codes and it's like some sort of like identification thing. And like earlier in the episode, Drop Trooper Lay's like, yeah, anybody runs my chain code, they're going to, you know, find out what's mm. up. Like, I guess that's kind of like their driver's licenses or, you know, passports. The security or card. Okay. I, you know, but that that's new. I've not heard that in any of the, you know, surrounding lore of the books or anything. Which well, is fine, the New Republic, but the New Republic but, decided to institute, uh, you know, uh, social security numbers to everybody, trying to keep, you know, be. yeah, no, that 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 works. Um, sure. But you know, he's like, you know, chain code, and he's like, okay, here you go, and gives it to the dude. Um, I thought it was it was hilarious that you know, scout trooper dude is going to offer twenty credits. Yeah, Mandalorian helmet. Like, you might not know a lot about the economy of Star Wars, but like, twenty credits is like a couple of beers. Like, are you serious? Like that, you can't possibly think that anyone was going to take you up on that. 
Yeah, unless they were foolish, because I mean, the best car alone sounds to be like some oh. of the highest, you know, value dollar stuff. Right. So, but you know, they they let them in, um, in 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 handcuffs. Um, you know, again, I'm sitting there being all over analytical and and you know, RPG background, whatever. And I'm like, you know, you're standing there. Yeah, he's in handcuffs, but he's still got all his armor on. You can see he mm-hmm. still has ammunition clipped into his uh his little bandolier thing like come on you take a prisoner you strip him down to nothing as yeah. no, close to nothing as possible because god knows what's going on i mean especially you know i mean maybe mandalorian armor isn't as well known to have all the little hidden extra weapons and flamethrowers and this and that and the other thing but still come on like well, that would have been my first question if i was a trooper i'm like okay <clears throat> What about all the other goods he's got? Like, yeah, you've got his blaster and he's in, you know, he's in cuffs, you, you but these, come on. These guys, these guys aren't taking their job serious, though. This is from them lounging around and stuff. They didn't seem like they cared. They seem like yeah. they're just taking a paycheck. I don't think they're, uh, like, hardcore. You know, maybe the guys yeah. that worked up the ranks with uh, with our, our friend Imperial, uh, like, Emperor, Warlord guy, maybe they're right. taking it serious. But these entry-level guys, you know, good, good question. But obviously, you can understand from you know, uh, Apollo's case, like he's not going to do any of that. He needs this guy to be pretty much ready to go as soon as they flip the switch. Oh yeah. So, I mean, I absolutely get where Apollo's going to be like, we're going to leave you with as much as we possibly can. But it yeah. seems to me the, the guy working gate guard duty should be a little more diligent. No, he, he was dis- disenfranchised with his job. I think he was already searching. Um, he had a couple applications in at Kashyyyk. He thought he could, yeah. uh, you know, work on a couple of like their, like their bike things. Right. So, um, yeah. So, I, you know, that's a little known fact that I, I did dig up on the Internet about this general, this stormtrooper, you know, TH-171. Uh, he just was not happy. He just updated hard his time LinkedIn profile. And he, yeah, he no, was, it was he very was not, obvious. Yeah, very gotcha. obvious. So and, and gotcha. it was good. It was good for Mando. It was. Uh, yeah. yeah. Speaking of, I, I would absolutely love the LinkedIn just for Star Wars. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, like this, that, it, like, all right, if if we can get a hold of one nerdy person that knows how to make websites that also likes Star Wars and podcasts, I don't, I just, I mean, if we only had somebody, you know, that could do yeah. something like that and make a LinkedIn for just Star Wars characters. Yeah, um, we'll have to, we'll have to expand the search to see if we can't find someone with that unique uh, combination of skill sets. Uh, absolutely. See if we can get that to happen. So. so, so the big, the big running joke is that there's only going to be four stormtroopers, and right. it seems to me like there's more than four, four, four stormtroopers. Oh yeah, there's, there's, there's quite a few. Well, and it's one of those things where they're like they're walking through town, and it's, it's very visually apparent that you know last time we were here, yeah, you know, there are all sorts of people in the in the streets and doing doing stuff, having business, whatever. A lot of bounty hunter types right around, and you go through and it's like a ghost town except for stormtroopers, and you know kind of gives. <clears throat> Kind of gives a little bit of weight to, you know, Apollo's previous statement of, yeah, once you took off, once we had our big firefight and y'all took off and the Mandalorians left and, you know, Imperial Warlord dude came in and kind of locked everything down, you know, my hometown's kind of gone to shit and I want to fix that. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see that as they're walking through. And yeah, there, there are quite a few more than, you know, four. And he's like, no, no, it's four with him. It's like okay, okay, sure, and they get yeah, there, and yeah, he's like C four, and you know, within minutes, it's you know doubled or tripled or whatever. Yep. Um, yeah. You know. <clears throat> so I'm kind, of, I'm kind of surprised that like as soon as they walked in, he's like, oh, you've got the Mandalorian, cool, you've got the baby, let me see it, and said, yeah. hey, let's have drinks, like. Again, if it were me, I'd be like, let me see the little green son of a bitch. I, I, need, yeah. I need to lay eyes on this now. Oh, oh yeah. he's asleep. Yep. Bullshit. Like, as soon as you say, oh, he's asleep, there well, would have been Well, what's the matter? Why is he carrying a minimum it's not like you're trying. Yeah. <laughs> four, yeah of, of four stormtroopers with blasters to your head going, oh, cool. We'll be real quiet. Um, But, you know, if I crack the case on this thing and he's not here, you are going to have, you know, a couple extra holes, <laughs> my yeah. friend. Um, yeah. And not well, just all casual. Oh, I need to take this call. Like, eh. But whatever. That's how it went down. That's fine. Yay all right. For so imperial incompetence. That's well, we've been relying on that for a whole franchise. So <laughs> we. So all right. So he takes this call. Do we have any idea who this gentleman is? 
at that is point, it... you, I mean, you hear him refer to him as a moth. So explain to me what that even means to us. I know <laughs> of our boy Tarkin had yes. that word in there, but what is a moth? So it's a title. It's, it's, it's kind of paramilitary. Like, it's not like, oh, he's a general or, or an admiral or whatever. It's kind of a combination of high-ranking military, but also pretty high-ranking political kind of thing. It's, it's kind of okay. like if you, took, if you took a general and a governor and mushed them together, you have a moth, if that All right. makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, and, and we know that this imperial warlord is just a – I mean he would have been a ranking officer probably, but he's just kind of in business for his own or – you know. That I'm not as clear on. I mean, <clears throat> I'm 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 making assumptions here that you know, okay, the empire fell and you know, the the official structure kind of went to hell, um, and everybody scattered and all for themselves. And you know, those that had you know sufficient you know manpower and ships and stuff, kind of I don't know if going into business for themselves is necessarily the right right uh, metaphor, but like, okay, well, there's no longer an empire, but I still control this place, so. I'm just going to do that is, is kind of my sure I guess on how that worked. Um, but he's so obviously I, I, working for this higher guy. Well, I mean, know, he's got connections to him. I mean, clearly he is somehow involved there. Like the from the tone of the conversation, you get that, you know, our, our local imperial friend is somehow working for yep. or at a minimum with this moth. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, oh, I have to take this call. You know, if he was, if the moth was working for him, you don't have to take that call. You know no, I mean? that's you, what I'm he, saying. He this can guy, wait for you. The role seems to be reversed there, so I'm, I'm tending yeah, to think this, that, you know. The moth guy <laughs> is, is definitely the one funding or at least putting out a lot of money because he, he, you know, the moment that they find out, you know, there must have been so. We forgot the little notion, and it goes with us just, you know, talking. Um, before they head in, they send uh, Ugnaught on his blurb with mm-hmm. Yoda to back to the ship and which right. supposedly will not be able to be, uh, you know, the, the Imperial stormtroopers, anybody that comes there won't be able to get in once the max, whatever, you know, security devices right. open or whatever. So throughout this sequence, uh, as they take the call, this gentleman, the moth says, are you sure the baby, the, the baby Yoda is there, which I guess they must have a tracking beacon on them. That has to, I mean, like that never went away. So they probably realized like, yeah, that's not going off or, you know, and that's how he knew. And that like, no, you've been deceived. Right. Uh, and, and then, sh- and then of course they send out the stormtroopers on speed, uh, speeders or, or, or speed bikes or whatever you call it. Right. <clears throat> Which by the way, I love to see that they actually had like the right stormtrooper gear. Like, I love that. Uh, they're oh, yeah. always my favorite stormtroopers. Uh, the ones I was from- always fond of the scout troopers as well. Yeah, they're I mean, like they're. I don't know. Look. Yeah, yeah. It was, I could get into I could get into why it's better from a game statistic standpoint, but I feel like that's uh, maybe a bridge too far for for right now. We'll say that. Uh, maybe. Now, I did also <laughs> enjoy their their Star Wars figures. Their legs were spread a little bit more because they actually could ride the bike. Yeah. Were you aware of that? Yes. So. Oh yeah. Um, th- yeah, they they were my favorite stormtroopers. Uh, so they go flying out there to catch up with uh, Ugnaught and Baby Yoda, as. Right. You know, as shots fire, and I believe um, we we lost our good friend, uh, the Imperial Warlord. I believe he was gunned down. Am I correct in that? Um, I'd need to rewatch to verify the timing. Um, okay. I, feel he, like I mean, they there's. Dis- I think they dispatched. Uh, I think you're right because the thing. That I think so. I think me on this, especially on the second time through is Mando hits the comm link to talk to Quill. And he's like, hey, listen, they're on to us. And they cut to a scene of the scout troopers, like, hearing it on their comm links. And that's when they take off. And, again, being, you know, the nitpicky, you know, asshole that I am, I'm like, I don't buy it. Uh, Because... Again, it, you know, it's 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 Star Wars. They've got all this wonderful technology. You don't have encrypted channels, really? Wow. You're, you're, you're a high-dollar bounty hunter? 
you, you, you don't have, you know, you, you're just saying this stuff over an open channel from the heart of, you know, imp country to your well, buddy. Well, here, like that, here that, I'll, but, I'll, you know. I'll shoot that one down because I think, because I think that that moment, it was almost the thing uh, where the moth was like, think again, or you better double check, or he said something like that. So at that moment in time, it's been clear. So if he's saying it to him, he could have easily said, go get them. And it just so happened that the shots that lined up made it look like he got into their calm. Right. Uh, I feel like they were showing this, the scouts on, on screen and he, they, you know, they did that thing where, you know, you're in a helmet, so we can't see your face. So we're going to have you, you know, cock your head to one side, like you're listening to reinforce it as your Mando saying, Hey, get to the ship. Like, I feel like they intercepted his communications. Okay. Or at least they they definitely made it look like that's what happened. And it's fine. Like like I said, I'm just going to have to deal with that that one. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're but, taking uh, off basically, and they're they're and this is where it was just super tense. Uh, oh yeah. The our, our heroes are caught behind the giant wall. Everything's blasted, and then like four or five troops, uh, your or ships of just stormtroopers, and mm-hmm. and I believe the 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 badass black ones. Uh, what are those? The, the uh, like death uh, troopers or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, like the ridiculous looking like almost Darth Vader style come out yeah. and there there's like six of them and then there's just a you know pile of stormtroopers and then i believe the um was a tie fighter came down a giant tie fighter with the actual yep. moth and just kind of like landed and it opened and he was talking you know yeah. and obviously they want the child and yeah it looks to be a very bad situation uh for mando and friends and then the final shot is what got me and i'm like oh no man and that was um, I'll, I'll let you deliver the the final blow. So can I can I side tangent first to build the tension? Absolutely. Or, or, uh, so. Most definitely. That is what this episode was about, man. <laughs> tension. <laughs> ah, well, you're going to get it all day, man. Like so. I said, I have stock. I have stock. <laughs> so you're doing this on purpose. I see. That, that's fair. That's a, you know, got to look out for your, for your own interests there, I suppose. That's it. Um, no, fun, fun side note. Uh, I know you're fond of, uh, you know, Easter eggs and callbacks. Um, Most definitely. and there's, there's one, he, there's one in this chapter that I don't even think you're, 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 you're necessarily aware of. So, you know, after the death troopers may have formed their line and they start trucking in all the other stormtroopers, uh-huh. the, ve- the vehicle that they came in, like the troop transport deal. Uh-huh. Um, is actually a throwback to an old Star Wars toy. They, oh, really? We never, we we never had it. It was, it was, it was. I don't know that I'd say it was rare. It was, it was fairly uncommon. I think it was like a special deal. It was like a Sears exclusive or something. Okay. And it was this 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 troop carrier, um, that you know had little like side pocket door things you could put you know stormtroopers in to truck them off to wherever and th- and that's what those were like that's hop sweet. on hop on the internet and google you know kenner troop transport thing and and you'll you'll find a picture of it and it it they made one for real and 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 busted it out for this this chapter and i thought that was a fun little you know I very niche it. very very uh non-obvious little throwback there that i enjoy all right um, i'm gonna add a little tension and a little bit more sidebar to your sidebar all right okay so we're gonna get deep so hopefully we can navigate our way back to the final of the episode all right so when uh mando meets the uh bounties with uh with apollo the gentleman that had that weird looking thing on his head like it was like a circular disc almost like a bowl did, yeah. there was a so where did we see that before was that in bespin there was, I remember specifically a Kenner toy. He was red, and he had something like that on his head. Mm-hmm. Where, where would we have seen a, um, uh, whatever? That, I mean, I don't know if it's half droid, half whatever. But I remember specifically having that toy or playing with that toy. I don't think I ever remember seeing it in a film, but I remember seeing the toy, and I didn't know see? if he would have any knowledge on that. See, I don't remember the toy. I remember seeing that in 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 other things and i feel like it might have been in rogue one okay i'm gonna do with like the the just like almost seems ridiculously oversized helmet situation yeah well yeah, and it's yeah. almost like droid like because it had like lights and stuff on it yeah you know 
I don't um, know. And I, I, said, remember the, I don't I, remember that toy. So maybe oh, you got one up on me there. Oh, well, I, yeah, who knows, you know, where that toy would have came from. But I remember specifically it was a red toy, big head like that. And I'm like, I don't know. And he always I think I always sided him with the uh, the good guys. Uh, he seemed like somebody that would just fall. he seemed like a pilot for the um, for the Cloud City, like the, the orange, you know, right. whatever dual. Yeah. Th- I mean, so I think that's how I always played with him. But nonetheless, well, we, I was kind of excited to see that character. Good. Good. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. That's that's a new one for me. And as a side note, we did not only have the twin pod cloud car vehicle as a toy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we had one of the pilots he, and he was in white a white outfit with a big old helmet situation. So, mm. yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Well, I had the other pilot, which I deemed him as guy, red guy with giant helmet thing. So, because this is what it is. It's all about the imagination. That's right. All right, That's Todd. I think we've we've let the people that haven't seen the episode worry enough. What, where are we at? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, you know, the final bit there, you know, they're all pinned down. And there's the dramatic chase and like you, they keep changing camera angles and you can see oh, yeah. that he's almost to the ship and the speeder bikes are coming up on. And next thing you see is baby Yoda on the ground and he gets snatched up by one of the speeder bike dudes. And then they pan over and there, there is our Ugnot friend, um, you know, apparently deceased. I can't remember if there was any kind of verification that no, he's really gone. Or he's just, you know, wounded and out cold. But in any case, he's out of commission, and the baby has been snatched, and credits. And it's like, ah, yeah, why did you do this to me. This is yeah. so rude. Um, I had men- many feels at that moment in time. Yes. Um, yes. Baby Yoda is now in the possession of the bad guys. Our good friend, who basically would not take money and lended uh, a hand just because. Uh, you know, and you you throughout the episodes, you've seen that he, he's already lived a hard life and his whole goal for even helping out Mando was to live a peaceful life where he's not being bothered by anything. I mean, yep. the, the, the dude takes, uh, you know, there's nobody else out there. He befriends a droid, teaches the droid how to make tea. You know, he loves his blurgs and boom, he is right. the ultimate sacrifice, uh, which he did not want to necessarily do any of that. So you feel bad. Right. and um, you now, you know, that makes you, you know, want to avenge his loss or avenge, avenge for him. So, like, exactly. I think that was good storytelling uh, throughout, you know, who would have thought that this guy that was like kind of rough and, and you know, but, I, you know, become a, we become attached to an extent. Even three episodes in, I'm like, this is a good guy. This is somebody I would want on my team. And and he went down fighting. So now there's more for Mando to fight for. Yep. So, so that was a what? heck of an ending of to this uh, chapter. Yes, chapter. Very nice. <laughs> no, yeah, so, I and I'm I'm very very keen, very eager for Friday to see you know what happens because because there that's the that's the 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 season finale right like there's eight episodes from from what I understand that is you know. I mean, and there's no set time limit, so I guess they could make it an hour long or however to tell yeah. the story. But um, yeah, from what I understand is there's eight episodes, and this will be the, um, you know, this will be the telling factor of like what happens and what we're gonna have to wait for for season two, because it has been, you know, I don't know if they're filming yet, but I know for a fact they definitely uh, renewed the season, and so we will have to see. It could be a chase. You know, it yep. could be a lot of, you know, could, they could get Baby Yoda back. Who knows? I yeah. do feel that um, I, you know, I will go out on a limb and say, I don't think they all die <laughs> right next episode. <laughs> I, feel, just, I feel like that's probably a bit of jumping the shark if they all, you know, die. That, that's going to yeah, make uh, season two a little tricky. So, yeah, we're going we're to hold out hope that, that that's not well, how that goes down. I mean, at least they're not going to die in this whole like uh, cantina or, you know. That would make a very short episode. Right. <laughs> Chapter right. eight, two minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> Man, could you imagine the nerd rage on that one? Oh, my God. You know, like part of me would love just to like have tons of money and troll people by doing dumb stuff like that. <laughs> 
you know, yeah. like if you just yeah. had didn't care and was like, yeah, you know, you just create these fake aliases, build these characters up, um, <laughs> like build your like as a business owner, or as a director or whatever. And you're like, yes, we're going to make these epics, blah, blah, blah. And just completely do like an entire series and have everybody on the, you know, on the edge of their seats and then boom. And then that's it. It'd, you'd be like a, a hero, yet you'd also be murdered the next day. Right. Yeah, I guess there, there would be death threats. I'm sure of it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Perhaps, so perhaps it's best yeah. that doesn't happen. Yeah. So I I think that we um, I mean, this is a this was a doozy of an episode, Todd. I believe we've oh, yeah. we've went over an hour, but I, I do feel we've covered everything in this episode. I, I th- And then ah. some, and then yeah, some, there. as we often do. So. Lots of air horns. Lots of air horns. Yes. So many. Yes. Yes. Echoing through keep, the galaxy. Keep keep your eye on that stock. So good deal. Any any well, cool. anything else you'd like to add to the uh, to the talk, or do you think we covered enough that we can let the people go on their way and do their last minute Christmas shopping and celebrate the holidays with the fam? Um, I think that that is a great plan, except that this will probably drop on New Year's. So if you haven't done your Christmas shopping yet, you're, you're probably in, in, in trouble. Um, I don't know, maybe you have extended family you haven't had a chance to see yet and you take care of that. So, you know, rock on. Um, no, I think, I think we, I think we, we covered it and then some, like you said. So thank you, Eric. That was awesome. Hey, thank you. Good stuff. Uh, I appreciate everyone. Opportunity. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and um, until next time, I I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas that you'd like me to chat about, you can let me know via Twitter at CastTodd or email via ToddCastPodcast at gmail.com. Keep in mind that the Todd portions of those usernames are T-O-D with a single D, even though I spell my actual name with two. If you'd like to leave me a voice message that I can air on the podcast, you can either email me a small audio file, or you can use the link in the show notes to leave a message via Anchor. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share it with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts is appreciated. Again, thank you for listening to the Toddcast. 